hello, hello. Welcome everyone to the regular exclusive podcast with Jace and Renee. And we're going to talk about all things movies, maybe some TV shows. I don't know. We got quite an episode for you today. We're going to do some weird stuff. It's football season. It just started. And what do you do around football season? You draft stuff. You do fantasy football drafts. So we're like, hey, why don't we try doing a little draft of something? Yeah. we Well, we did a fantasy football draft. I just haven't seen what happened or like looked at my team yet. I think we prepared more for this draft than our actual fantasy football draft. Oh, yeah. I can confirm. It's like I'm actually legit more nervous than if it was fantasy football. I mean, you should be, you should feel confident because this is right up your alley. I know it's you playing a game with like any sort of thing with me. I just don't like it. I don't trust you. I'm worried about what you're going to do. I know it's going to be bad. So I'm just trying to prepare for all possibilities. I'm in your head. Yeah, exactly. Everyone, we are going to be drafting later on. We're going to be drafting classic horror movie villains. Well, you know, we have October coming up soon, Halloween. So we feel like this is just a good little primer for, you know, all the spooky movies that people are going to be watching here soon. But before we get there, let's actually talk about, you know, some stuff that we have been watching this week. Renee, you want to know what I've been watching this week? I got some good stuff. Yeah. Ooh, good stuff. Okay. (laughs) Went back and watched a classic, 10 Things I Hate About You. I love that movie. So great. And it also a, an, an all-timer Seattle movie. I know, and I always forget that it's here. Yeah. I think Malignant is also a top a top Seattle movie, even though it really has nothing to so. do with Seattle. But Sleepless in Seattle. Definitely Sleepless in Seattle. We got a yeah, few. 10 Things I Hate About You is just great. You know, Heat classic Heath Ledger. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's a baby. They're all babies. They literally are. <laughs> it's just a great movie, and I love everything about it, including Heath Ledger. It does make me sad now, though, because I miss him. Yeah, I think that is one of the uh, one of the best cool guy performances. Mm-hmm. Like Heath Ledger just plays kind of like a, a really cool but also kind of scary dude, and he just is perfect at it. Perfect. <laughs> I love that movie. Oh, don't get me started. Then the other two movies I watched actually both your recommendations one of them was in preparation for our draft today uh jeepers creepers oh boy that was such a fun movie wasn't it is it old enough to be a classic i mean i don't know i like to think that i'm still young but apparently i'm a millennial (laughs) so no i'm not it was from 2001 so i would say i mean it's at least like 20 or 22 years old i mean justin long looks like a baby in it Yeah, I mean, I think it might be his first horror movie that he did, but oh, he's great. But, you know, it's really unfortunate about the director because he was a pedophile. And I did not know that. Oh, yeah. Victor Salva. Terrible guy. That's why people don't really like to talk about Jeepers Creepers. And it's unfortunate because I think like the Creeper is one of my favorite villains. I think he's really great. In hindsight, is the director the Creeper? That's what I'm saying. I feel like that's the reason that he <laughs> named it Jeepers Creepers because he's the fucking Creeper. Yeah, it's it's really good in the way that the identity of the movie kind of changes throughout the movie. Like you start off thinking like, oh, it's a highway horror. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, this is a slasher horror. And then it just it gets weird. And then it's like, this is a creature horror. It's Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty fun. I had a good time with it. <laughs> and the actor, it's the same actor for all three movies, I think, except for the very final shot of the first one is Justin Long in the makeup because he's mm. supposed to have his eyes. And I was mm. like, I love that. There's just like really cool stuff of with that. And the, the second one's good. The third one was a sci-fi movie. I wouldn't recommend it. 
<laughs> and it tried it tried to introduce all this crazy shit. And it's just like, nah. And then the reboot is coming out supposedly this like this next week or something. Oh. What else? Have you, what was my other the, recommendation? The last one. And I, I think we need to spend a couple minutes talking about it. Um, I'm here for it if I recommended it. <laughs> glorious. Oh, yes. I had that on my list, too. <laughs> wow. What a movie. Um, yeah. I mean, without spoilers, here here's the plot. I mean, this is a really good movie. Why I don't, just from the plot? <laughs> I don't know if everyone is going to like this movie, but I liked it. The plot of the movie is a guy trapped in a bathroom with something supernatural being in the stall. Uh, and the way they talk is through a glory hole. And the supernatural voice is J.K. Simmons. <laughs> I mean... That's all you need to know. That's all I needed to know that, like, I was like, this sounds bizarre. And then J.K. Simmons was the, like, voice. And I'm like, all right, well, now I have to see this. Like, I didn't see a ton of people online talking about this. I saw some people mention it and say it was going to be cool. But it was, like, not as much as, like, right now everyone's talking about Barbarian. Like, everybody versus, like, (laughs) this is just a few people. But I'm like, you know what? I'm in. I don't need to see anything else. And it was fucking wonderful. It was really cool. I did not expect it to like be as funny and as like engaging as it was because they're just in like the bathroom at a rest stop the whole movie. But yeah. it was really great. And it's like I'm sure that J.K. Simmons just recorded lines in a booth, but he was wonderful. He's always so, great. So good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it there's a there's a lot of things going on, and you're kind of distracted by the whole glory hole thing the entire time. But yeah, it's a really good trapped yeah. horror movie. I was like, this would be a really funny pairing with like Saw. Yeah, <laughs> it would be in very similar scenarios. And they're yeah. both pretty gory by the end. Yeah. You know, there's always something horrible at the end. That's the thing. Whenever somebody's stuck somewhere, it's like that 127 hours, you know, it's like there's no way that it's not going to be disgusting at the end of this movie. Because <laughs> There's no way unless they die out here and it's just like them starving to death. Like, they're going to cut something off or whatever. It's going to get gnarly. (laughs) I just always prepare myself because especially 127 hours, it's pretty brutal. I don't know if you've seen that one, but. Oh, I've seen it. And it's so upsetting. It's pretty great. And (laughs) that whole part is just the worst. I can't. That was so gross. But I'm so glad you watched both of those movies. But Glorious, yeah, just a really good surprise. I, I made fun of of Shudder for a long time. And I, I expected Glorious to not be Glorious. But uh, Shudder won me on that one. That was, <laughs> that was a fun movie. Yeah, honestly, I feel like that way about almost everything that I'm finding on Shudder right now which is pretty exciting because I love finding new horror movies. And I saw this post on Reddit the other day and I just thought this is exactly how I feel about things. It's like when you look up a horror movie, it's like if it has a five rating out of 10, it's probably a pretty good horror movie. Mm. Like a seven means it's like near perfect. You know what I mean? Like a top tier would be like a seven out of 10 because they just don't get ranked as high. I don't know what it is. Like even the best ones, they have a lower score for some reason. Yeah. So it's like if it's like a two or a three, you're like, okay, this sucks. But maybe I'll still check it out. Like a three or four, maybe, but not a one, two, zero. Like those are bad. And before I even watched it, the first thing I checked is Rotten Tomato scores. And I was like, this is going to have a terrible one. It's got like 89 percent. 
Yeah, I mean, it doesn't get a ton of reviews, too. That's true. But, <laughs> well, what what have you been watching this week? Oh, what haven't I been watching? That would probably, honestly, at this point, be a way shorter list. <laughs> but I will say there was uh, one surprising Shutter movie that I also watched besides Glorious, because I also had brought up to mention that. Uh, this movie called Nightmare Cinema, and mm. it's a anthology so nice. there's like four different stories and then the wraparound story is like these each person or sometimes there's like two people they're walking down a street just them and then they see like the marquee at the cinema house says their name and they're like what the fuck and it has like the, the name of the episode and so they go in and then like the screen starts and it's like a movie of like and it feels like a fucking nightmare like sometimes you just start like halfway in it and you're like what's going on yeah. <laughs> some of them aren't great but like like the first one seems like it's going to be like a slasher, like they're at a camp. And then it turns out like this crazy shit and there's like alien spiders. And I'm like, where did this come from? <laughs> and it's like really, really fun. Like the way that it's filmed. I mean, it's definitely low budget. Like some of them aren't great, but like there's another one that's like all black and white and like really bizarre and like felt like a Twilight Zone. It was just so good. Um, and I think that one just came out in like 2019 or something. And I think that's a Shutter one. Hmm. Um so I recommend that. I also watched another. It was like a TV movie back in the day. I don't know what channel it was on Tubi uh, right now. It's called Dead End. Mm. And it's like this 2003 TV movie. And I kid you not, like it had like a seven on or seven or an eight on IMDb. So I was like, this has got it. People are like, this is a fucking <laughs> hidden gem. And I was like, oh, I'm doing the driving horror movies right now with road trips and shit. So I went into that one and I was like, what's this? And it's literally a family driving to Christmas. But the dad just decided to take this like shortcut through the woods that he's never done before. And then he falls asleep and then he almost crashes them. And then like they keep driving and then they just never get off this road. It's actually kind of like freaky and weird. But the best thing about it is that the husband just hates the wife. I'm pretty positive from the moment. I mean, he's just saying <laughs> things to her. Like there's one time where she calls he's calling 911 and she's like do you not do you not know how to do that and he's like no i forgot the number for 911 <laughs> she's like it's like but it's just he's always like god shut up and he's like it's the whole time it's so funny and the wife is like super like the worst she goes crazy and she just gets 10 times worse that oh i'm like he's god. just like get this bitch out of here it's oh so funny god. we were laughing me and nolan were like crying laughing the whole time um, and we had such a fun time watching that that we thought we would have a fun time bad watching this other movie that I watched called Moonfall that just came out this year. Oh, that just came out on HBO Max. Yep. I've heard it's terrible. Oh, it's awful. It's so bad. And it's not as much fun bad as I thought it would be. I was like, come on. Okay, like, I, I know 2012 is not a great movie, but I love that one. And it's the same director, Roland Emmerich, who does all these fucking end, end of the of world the movies. World. Like, get out. I mean, I love that he has a thing and he just goes for it, but enough. I mean, he can't do better than them. They're all just worse and worse <laughs> and worse. And 2012, I mean, John Cusack's basically Captain America in that movie with the shit that he pulls off. But this one, the moon is falling to like Earth. And it's like, oh, the president and like the army or like the guys who are trying to say we're going to nuke it. And it's like, nuke the moon. I don't think that's going to solve anything. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, it's just it's so bad. And then like 
fucking Sam, uh, John Bradley, who played Sam on Game of Thrones, he's like the scientist guy, and he's like, what would Elon do? And it's like, ew, get the fuck out of here. And it's like sponsored by like Elon Musk and like all these other guys. There's all the SpaceX shit. It's nuts. It's just like really bad. But I mean, I would still recommend it for like, this is the worst thing ever. And the visuals are good. I'll give it that. Good visuals, sir. Sure. Is it as bad as the 2017 Mummy? Oh, it's way better than that. That this oh, make that makes it look like still best the best picture winner. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. the worst movie of all time now. I've decided. It's so upsetting. I don't even know why you'd bring it up again, Jace. I I I just was gonna end on a fun note, which was maybe watch Moonfall. We'll talk about it again. And that one won't hurt you like the mummy has hurt me. Well, sorry to hurt you, but here we can we can now transition over to talking about you know the things that make you feel at home. All these monster movies. But, you know, yeah. Real, but first, let's take a quick break. We know that we are definitely not originals when it comes to, oh, let's draft something for a podcast episode. But obviously, you know what? There's some great podcasts that do it full time. Don't worry. It's not a full time drafting podcast, but we thought it'd be fun. So we're going to do it. What we're doing today is Renee and I are each going to draft a villain from five categories. Those categories are supernatural slasher creatures aliens and then rounding us off humans because let's all admit they're the final pick they're gonna die first yeah when i was going through my list and like writing everyone's weaknesses down for every single human i wrote they can be killed and then i was like okay i guess i don't have to write them for every single one of these because they're all going to but then i was like so what are their other weaknesses And I'm like size, speed, strength. <laughs> like all this. Do we have any strengths? Uh... <laughs> yeah, exactly. What are their strengths? <laughs> <laughs> so, but the way that we're going to do this, for those that are familiar with drafting, uh, we're going to do the traditional snake draft. Uh, Renee, do you want to take a crack at explaining what a snake oh, draft? Geez, that's like we go one, two, two, one, one, two, one, two. Wait, no, sorry, I just fucked it up at the end. That was I had it good. there. I've never heard anyone explain it that way. It actually makes sense. Does it? <laughs> I thought okay. I was going to get you with that. <laughs> the person that picks first at the beginning of each round will then pick last the following round. So it's going to be quick. It's only five rounds, two picks each. Okay. So the, the way that we are going to determine this is with a flip of a coin and flip. We Wait, hold on. Anything. What? Yeah. What are you calling? <laughs> Uh, I want heads. All right, we'll flip again, which is good because it landed tails. Uh, flip heads. Yes. Do you wish to go first or defer? Yeah, this isn't football. I'm going first. Okay. All right. What are you saying that you want to go second, you weirdo? I don't like this. Renee, You're not going to trick Renee, me out of this. I want first pick. I'm already in your head. It doesn't matter what you do. I win. <laughs> and so the way that this is going to end is we're going to go through our picks and then we are going to come back and essentially lay out our strategy of why our team will beat the other team and prep time i think right have we agreed on the prep time rule that is a good question do we have prep time because prep time changes everything yeah i'd say we have we have to give them a reasonable like i'm not giving you a week but like maybe like a 24 hour prep time 24 hour prep time yeah. 
okay. realistic 24-hour prep time. What What's a non-realistic 24 hours? I don't know. Hours? Like, if you were able to, like, build a bunch of shit and do whatever, it's like, okay, come on. Well, maybe your picks need to support your architecture. Oh, boy. Okay, now let's now, just get Now going. you're worried. Okay. Hey, stop. I just want to draft and not even talk to you. <laughs> I'm not going to look <laughs> you in the eye this whole time. So we have a couple different categories, and I was told no rules about which category I had to pick from first, correct? Supernatural. Oh, you want me to pick that one first? Okay, That's so we'll go in order. That's what's on the dock. Okay, whatever then. All right. We went over this. Uh, well, apparently I forgot. See, I'm already in your head. <laughs> anyway, so supernatural is the category. We can each only pick one. And a couple, like the tops in this category, I'm going to think are going to be Freddy Krueger, mm-hmm. Pennywise. I would say Pinhead next or Candyman. But I know also Samara, the chick from The Ring, she's got some good follow through. And so those are like the kind of the five that we're considering. And I don't think it's going to be a surprise that my number one pick is going to be Pennywise because, duh. Real original. Real original. Yeah, it is, actually. Depending, I think I'm just setting myself up here for a fucking dunk. The sheer amount of time that you spend talking to me about the the It movies, that's the most obvious pick I've ever. Of course, but let me me just give you some pros and cons while I'm at it. Uh, Pennywise. Like, he's a shapeshifter. He uses fear against you. Granted, that's not great if no, if you don't fear anything. But I have, I have workarounds. He can be a giant spider in his normal form. He can hypnotize and possess. His weaknesses, though, I was like, this guy naps a lot. And it, scheduling might be a problem with him and some of the other guys on this list that nap for, like, you know, really long periods. Like, I was like, maybe that's something. I mean, what are the chances that I'm going to get a werewolf? the creature and Pennywise all on the same fucking night. Like there's no way, right? <laughs> okay. Maybe. I mean, I'm just pointing it out. I had to think about it, but you know, that is a pretty glaring weakness. <laughs> I will yeah. say if you have all of them, I, I got it, but I think I'm going to take the risk on Pennywise. It's quite a choice. All right. What's yours. All right. This is either going to be the reason I, I win or it's the reason I lose. I'm going high risk, high reward. My girl, Samara, from the ring. Really? I told you, high risk, high reward. Okay, what's your reasoning? So the reasoning is the rules for her powers apply pretty standard. If you watch the tape, you're going to die. I forget the rules of how the girl survives at the end. You make a copy. All you have to do is make, make a, copy a copy of the tape. So prep time, 24 hours. Somebody gets one of those copy VCR things like they have in the fucking first movie. Done. We'll see. We'll see. Super slow, though. I will say that's one of the things. But good follow through, like I mentioned earlier. I'll give you that. Super slow only if there's not a TV nearby. Ooh, that is a creative little like way to get around that. I like you. You have no idea the the creativity that's running through my head right now. It's getting weird. Okay, it's your turn. All right. So for. The next category, we are doing slashers. They're not all just humans. There's some level of kind of supernatural to them, but they're, they're you know, they're traditional slashers. So like some of these top ones are Jason Voorhees, uh, Michael Myers, uh, Leatherface, also Gabriel. You know, we just did the Malignant podcast, so we all saw how good of a slasher Gabriel is. And Chucky. 
we got to put him in there. He's like one of the top guys. I mean, I don't really care for him, but, you know, he's, he belongs to be mentioned, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Chucky, you know, I feel like the way you beat Chucky is you just put one of those cake dishes on top of him. You just can't get out of there. He's yeah, a doll. that's true. Pretty much. So for Slasher, yeah. with my first pick, I really wanted to go Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, out of everyone on this, he's the only one with any level of athleticism. Mm-hmm. He's got skills for days. He does. But I'm I'm going with a pure endurance pick. I need someone that can just take a beating. So I'm going to go Jason Voorhees. The dude has no soul. He doesn't need to, to run. He apparently can just teleport or something. I don't know. But, well, I'm, yeah. So I'm going with Jason. I need I need a bulldog. I need a running back to just take me, carry me to the touchdown. Now, this is affecting my choices. Can you tell me who you're going to pick for another category later? I have a plan, and it depends on a category later. Mine does, too. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, then I'm going to go with mine, then, because I just feel like I should trust my instincts, not go okay. with, like, whatever. I'm going to go with Gabriel. Okay, so you now have the first pick of the next round. Yes, I do. For the category creature, some top examples, the creeper from Jeepers Creepers, the entity from It Follows, Mm -hmm. uh, another relentless being, Anaconda, Jaws. But I'm going to go with the creeper because that guy is just terrifying uh the scheduling may be an issue same with communication because he kind of just whistles or something and uh but he can regenerate like i know you haven't seen jeepers creepers too but literally they shoot off like half of his head and then he just like grabs a guy and rips his head off and like eats it and then it like or puts it in his stomach and it comes up throughout as a new creeper head like i watched that again just to be like yeah that's a that's a power i want on my team well, I just watched the movie, so the rules of his regeneration is he has to consume the thing that he needs mm-hmm. to regenerate. So, oh, don't even go with that. What are you gonna cut off his lips? <laughs> like sew his mouth shut. It's okay. I've got it back. I got a backup. Anyway, so I'm going with the creeper. All right. He can also fly. All right. What's your pick? And my my team is is just coming together. You're just making this easy for me. All right, I'm going with the entity from It Follows. I knew you were going to do that. The entity is, it's literally an entity. It takes the... STD demon. Yeah. So it takes the shape of whatever person it wants to. And literally all it does is it just follows you. It just keeps walking towards you. It doesn't really do anything. It's not jumping around. It doesn't talk. It just pursues you relentlessly and i have a very specific reason for this it also fucks you to death when you when you finally catch up to it i think you're forgetting that part because like everyone's bones are all bent backwards i'm pretty sure it fucks you to death that would keep in line with the with how you pass it (laughs) all right so you get to go first for alien right next category yes all right so alien you know some of the the notable ones on here is um you know they're pretty pretty classic you have the predator the xenomorph from alien and you know the thing pretty pretty classic ones it's not limited to those but those are just kind of what we're what we're looking at give you an idea so for my pick 
Uh, I'm going with the with the Xenomorph. There's there's a lot of benefits. There's also a lot of cons. Does not work well with others for sure. But benefits it it has never ending energy. Has claws and sharp things everywhere. Spits acid. It's got a little mini me in its in its mouth that can bite people's brains off or something. Also, it, its blood is literally acid. I mean, uh, that was one of the top options. I would say. So then for me, I'm going to go with the thing. Ah. Yeah, I was honestly saving Jean Jacket in case he picked the Predator because he can like disable technology and the Predator ah. is nothing if not technology. That is a I didn't even think of that. The main reason that I, the Predator was never on the table for me. And the main reason is because for how badass the Predator is seems to die in every single movie to humans. Yeah. So. I mean, to like Arnold. Yeah, but. <laughs> it died to Danny Glover. Okay. That's true. You're right. I've, I try to block that one, but yeah. So just that alone, I'm like, okay, there's some humans that could surprise us and kill the Predator. So that's why I'm just like not going for it. Yeah. Like Jigsaw in a one-on-one fight, I bet would kill. The Predator. I did I already say my pick. Uh, the thing. The thing. So yes, what, from what's, the what's thing. What's the powers? There's. I mean, it's unstoppable. Really, uh, it can mimic anybody perfectly. So it can cause distrust on the team. They won't be able to trust each other because it'll look just like them. Uh, and each part of it can move independently of itself and has its own intelligence. And all it's trying to do is to combine whatever else whatever it finds and to like create something new it's like it can absorb animals and humans and create this giant creature thing that's just this horrifying tentacled angry giant fucking thing it can also regenerate fire it doesn't like but it it can move independently so even if one little tiny piece gets away it's good to go it's kind of like the venom stuff yeah you know but it doesn't like have it's not funny and cool and like its own personality (laughs) like i'm pretty sure the thing just is like a like, you know, mushrooms or whatever, like how they are all like supposedly connected and they all know everything. They want to kill us. It's like that, like evil mushrooms. It's it's a very solid pick for sure. Yeah. I mean, it is right. That's what I'm saying. So then human. My entire strategy comes down to this round. So I think what I'm going to have to go with. Well, you should you should list off some of our. Oh, yeah. Sorry. The options. Yeah. Done. No, no wonder. <laughs> So some of the top humans that we put in here, Annie Wilkes from Misery. Classic. Yeah. Classic. She's terrifying. <laughs> she is good. Yeah. And she's nuts. Uh, Hannibal Lecter, who... Mm-hmm. Gross. Uh, he's got the mind manipulation. <laughs> Hello, Clarice. Exactly. Jigsaw. I think he's the solid choice uh, with prep time, obviously. With prep time. Because he's also dying of cancer, so he's not very strong. A day, though. Yeah. I don't know if that's quite enough time. But. If he's got big dudes on the team or anybody <laughs> on the team, I think he's good to go. Esther, the chick from Orphan. She's kind of like a Chucky pick, but she also looks like a child. And she's also got the crazy factor. Because I think that's an important thing. Sometimes you need a little crazy on the team. And then uh, Ghostface. Could be under Slasher, but, you know, compared to those other guys, really Ghostface is at the bottom of the barrel. So we just threw him into humans. No offense. I love Scream, but... <laughs> Anyways, so based on this list, I think I'm going to have to go with Jigsaw. Damn it! Oh, 
Yep, I thought you might. Oh, <laughs> you're the worst. Well, that's how you probably were using him to like connect all of your other shit. Well, maybe you need you a mastermind know, on the team. Maybe you don't know what you're talking about. Like, who's your Tony Stark if you have like Jason and the uh, chick from the ring, like the xenomorph, and it follows you? Have nobody who can communicate on that team. Who's uh, giving orders there? Well, <laughs> it would have been Jigsaw. I, mean, I have a backup. I bet you do. What's your choice? Well, what what's what's the benefits of, of Jigsaw? Well, Jigsaw with prep time, I mean, I think he's got it down. He knows with how to day. exploit your weaknesses, how to create the perfect trap. He's also extremely strategic and very, very smart. You need somebody on the team calling the shots. Hannibal Lecter could be, but I do feel Jigsaw can can get right to the thing that's like you're the one thing you won't be able to get out of, you know, like to your deepest fear or problem like a weakness he understands that immediately and then you have the other guys go in and exploit that so that is why i want him as the captain of my team he is dying of cancer but i think we got it with some magic shit we can keep him going i had such a good strategy i know ruined it you really threw me for a loop stealing jigsaw but i think i have it my final pick, I am taking Esther, the orphan. Hmm, interesting. You haven't even seen those movies, have you? I have not, but I know the twist. And you know what? You should watch them. You might enjoy the newest one, especially. I'm, I might watch it just to, to give me some good luck on I winning this. I think you this. might want to, at least, or maybe see how fucked you are. I don't know. She, she's a real wild card. So Esther's deal is she is a 40-year-old woman 30. Okay, whatever. (laughs) Looks like a 12-year-old. Yeah. And so that's really it. I mean, with all these human villains, they really have one one good thing that's going for them. That's her good thing, is that she is a child-looking adult. Yeah, but she likes to fuck, too, so there's that. It's going to play a part, for sure. She likes older men. Jigsaw might be a little too old, but we'll see, I guess. Mm-hmm. Coming at him, that'll kill him. <laughs> this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. So we are going to take a break. And when we come back, we are going to have fully flushed out strategies that we will pitch as to how our team beats the other. And then we'll have you, the audience, will have you tell us who wins. All right. The teams have been made. The pieces are in place. Now it's time to see who wins. It's time for us to lay out our strategies of which of our teams is better than the other one. I think we already know, but let's hear you make your case. I got some twists and turns in mind. Just yeah. Yeah. So be ready for it. I hope should we restate our team members just to. Yeah, that's a good idea. So Renee's team is Pennywise, Gabriel from Malignant, The Creeper from Jeepers Creepers, The Thing from The Thing, and then Jigsaw from Saw. My team, superior team. Okay, after those names, what could be superior? I have Samara from The Ring, Jason from Friday the 13th, 
the entity from It Follows, the xenomorph from Alien, and then Esther from The Orphan. And Renee, let me just tell you, last night in preparation, I actually watched The Orphan for the first time, and I've never been more confident in my team. She's crazy. She's insane. She's got the crazy factor. I told you that. Also, it's just Orphan. But, I mean, the Orphan makes her sound like, you know, she's innocent. But, oh, good God, is she not? I'm adding some... some, uh, some oh. Weight? Yeah, some weight to it. It's not just Orphan. It's the Orphan. She <laughs> is the Esther. Yeah. I mean, if you say the word Orphan, that's who I think about. And she's just... I need more movies with her. The new one is just even better, I think. A lot better. <laughs> yeah, I still need to see that one. But, yeah, I was surprised. I thought her whole bit was just, like looking like a kid but no she has a lot more going on there so i feel confident you're you're in a you're in a tough spot yeah maybe with esther but again again i think my team is gonna be able to destroy her with just a fucking kick to the face if i needed to so i think we'll be all right and also she's not a child and like so you can't use her as a child i just want that confirmed i can use her however i want to and however (laughs) i think you're people would react to her okay i'm just telling you she's not actually a kid that's the only thing i need to know okay. that you know i know i know you're really scared about the pennywise kid thing you know no, Pennywise has been angle. killed by children before so okay actually they didn't finish the job so it's okay okay yep. he can only be killed during a ritual so uh all right so and speaking on that note all of the characters that we have on our team we are using the movie versions of them so Renee, there's no space turtle logic. With, I don't have space turtle logic. With Pennywise for all of you book weirdos. The turtle is like his uh, his enemy. So there'd be no point to bringing in the turtle unless I wanted to kill him. Okay. Just just making sure we're on the same page, even though also I know. Also, the turtle's dead. Well, spoiler alert. I'm mad now. Stop. Stop <laughs> telling me about what Pennywise can do and not. I fucking know. So, all right. So. I am going to go first because that's how scared Renee is of of okay. my strategy. No, I just want to hear your story. It sounds fun. <laughs> also, I can't wait to rebuttal this. So <laughs> I'll try to I'll just mute myself so that you can get through this because I will have yes. problems. I'll be writing down them so that I can go by them point by <laughs> point. So that so that the that's the last little rule is so we are making our case without interruption from the other. Mm-hmm. You know, we can like a courtroom. We can laugh or whatever. Objection. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save objections for after you get through your plan. There we go. Yeah. And then at the end of our pitch, then the other one will maybe throw out a few things that they disagree with. Rebuttal. Yeah. And then we'll jump over to the other one. And then the last little thing is that the place that this is happening at, it's really just in a generic kind of stadium giant think hunger games kind of situation you know we're not in the middle of a city or anything like that it's just we're in the middle of the ocean right (laughs) got it sweet no we have no fish no land fish were there's no evil fish out there Uh, maybe there is i don't know i mean jaws you had bruce out there okay so you ready for this i'm ready all right so prior to my team getting picked up and dropped off there's one thing that happens esther goes and sleeps with the person that has the entity curse following them. So now Esther has the entity trying to kill her. Just want to make sure that that's all put out there. 
Okay, that's fine. I do want to say we should establish. You're already you, breaking. I know, but the you, rule. you didn't mention the prep time. I think it's it's important that we mention that we were allowed prep time. Okay, yeah, they had one day before yeah. they could go. And she found the one person who has that fucking thing following him, huh? How'd she find it? Uh, Esther's got some skills. All right, just, I'll leave it to say. you. Okay. All right, go ahead. So they get dropped off. The first thing that happens is Esther establishes a relationship with Jason. And the, the reason being, Jason has mommy issues. And now Esther looks like a child, but as you've stated, she is an adult and a very manipulative one at that. And so she gets in Jason's head and develops a nurturing relationship with Jason. As you've stated before, Jason's not that bright, so I don't find this to be too weird. But what happens next is that Jason and Esther, they have sex. Yeah, it gets weird. I know. It, it, hey, he would destroy hey, her. Hey, 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 hey. hey I'm hey, hating myself again. Hey. They have sex. Now, Jason has the entity curse following him. They go out and they hunt down Gabriel. It's the first person that they are on the hunt for. And so Gabriel is a high flyer. Jason's going to have some, some trouble with him. They fight a little bit, but Gabriel really has the upper hand. But here's the thing. Gabriel was never really supposed to be killed by Jason because Esther is lying in wait. She's got some tranquilizers. She pops. She pops him with a tranquilizer, which Gabriel has been hit with a tranquilizer before. It happens at, the, happens at the very beginning of Malignant. And you know what happens next? <clears throat> Jason has sex with Gabriel. And you know, that is possible to do because Gabriel is a woman. I, I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jason has had sex with Gabriel. Jason now books it out of there. And Gabriel wakes up and he sees the entity. Entity rips him apart. Sorry, it's just the way it works. But as Jason flees, the creeper finds Jason. Now they are pretty, pretty well matched. They both use weapons. The creeper uses an ax. Creeper can fly a little bit, but Jason can take a big beating. So they're pretty, they're pretty evenly matched. So they're fighting. But while this happens, Esther has snuck up on Jigsaw. Jigsaw has been working on his trap room. He's had his team to help him build it. But Esther sneaks up on him and they start having really, you know, an, a battle of evil verbal wit. And so back on the Creeper and Jason fighting, equally matched, they're injuring each other a lot. And then as they're fighting, suddenly Jason is torn to pieces by the entity because Gabriel's dead. So now the entity is back on Jason. So Jason is torn apart. The creeper doesn't know what's going on because he can't see the entity, but the creeper is injured and he tries to get out of there. He has to survive. And so he tries to go find someone to, to eat. So, but as the creeper limps off, the thing comes up, consumes the pieces of Jason, and then takes on the form of Jason. But 
the thing has actually been being hunted by the xenomorph. The xenomorph attacks Jason, but let's be honest, the thing is more powerful than the xenomorph. And so the, the thing consumes the xenomorph, but then starts screaming in pain because the acid blood is melting away the thing from the inside, burning and melting him away from the inside. And so really, they cancel each other out. <coughs> then, back to Jigsaw and Esther. Jigsaw is intrigued by Esther because and is distracted by her childish appearance. He knows he, that she's a woman, but the childish appearance reminds him of his deceased son, and he asks her questions about her medical condition. Esther instead tries to seduce the old man, and Jigsaw, still grieving his, his wife's death, his wife's death, refuses. But Esther takes advantage of, of his weak and frail body and injects him with a powerful tranquilizer, but also has a mixture of Viagra in it. While Jigsaw is out, Esther goes through and examines the trap that Jigsaw has created. And, you know, makes a couple little alterations of her own. After making some alterations to Jigsaw's trap, it's given some time for the Viagra to go into effect. And so now she is getting ready to do her thing. She thinks she's got, you know, plenty of time, but she looks over and she sees the enti entity coming at her. She's like, okay. Jason has died. Now I am the one the entity is following, following the chain. So she quickly mounts Jigsaw's unconscious body and does her thing. So now the curse has been transferred. Now Esther watches as the entity approaches Jigsaw, but then the creeper flies in, steals Jigsaw's body, saves him, and flies off. In Esther's rage, she sees a little red balloon floating. And then she sees the evil clown Pennywise. Pennywise can't resist the urge to scare Esther because she looks like a child. He knows that, that she is not a child, but Pennywise, his whole thing is children. So he wants to scare her. Esther tries to trick Pennywise and says, you can kill me, but leave my sister alone. Pennywise says, you don't have a sister. Esther says, she can prove it. Pennywise, confused but interested, demands the proof. Esther takes Pennywise to the other room, and with a TV, she shows him a video of her. And Pennywise doesn't understand what he's seeing, and he gets angry, but then Esther reveals that she has no fear of Pennywise, she has no fear of anything, and she starts to call him names and bully him and emotionally berate him, which, just like all the other little children's did, it works. Pennywise shrinks from the bullying he receives, is helpless to stop her, and then the creeper sweeps in and smashes Esther, stopping Esther from, from the final blow. The creeper had partially healed from his battle with Jason by consuming Jigsaw, but he needed more to survive. Old man doesn't have that much to give, plus he had cancer. As he's about to consume Esther, he's confused and distracted for a split second by the strange video that was playing. In that moment, Esther saw the entity approaching her. Esther uses a remote that she took from Jigsaw, seals the room right before the entity rips her to pieces. Now, Pennywise and the Creeper are weakened and trapped in the room, 
with no one to consume or fear to feed on. They have no way of regenerating. All they can do is lie there and watch the video that plays on a loop. Seven days later, the video stops and Samara crawls out of the TV and finishes the job. That is how my team beats your team. Jesus Christ. I'll give you credit for originality and for planning. That was pretty good. Can I ask who the mastermind was? This all Esther figure on this whole planet? No one else on my team can even think. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So Esther is the plan. Okay. Well, can I just have a couple of rebuttals first? Yes, you can. Real quick, I wanted to say, though, that my entire draft, and the reason I was so mad that you took Jigsaw, was because my plan hinged on Jigsaw trapping people in a room and in 90% of Jigsaw's traps. There's a TV. Mm-hmm. That was my plan. And so then when you took Jigsaw, I'm like, how do I still do this? Well, first off, let's go through a couple of these points because I just have a couple <laughs> questions. So, I mean, first off, how does Esther have sex with Jason without dying? Because that, I think, is a very good concern. Who even knows if that dick works? A lot of lube. Oh, God. She's probably dead afterwards. Did you ever think about that? Maybe. It's possible. <laughs> And if that goes, then a lot of your plan is fucked. (laughs) It's very true. I told you my plan was high risk, high reward. And, you know, there's not any specific rules in regards to the entity of like what counts as sex. But, you know, I'm pretty sure it's just sex. That's the the only rule that we've heard so far. It's not like there's little parts, different kinds of sex you can get away with. (laughs) If you just have anal sex forever, you'll never die. (laughs) I don't think that's the thing. Well, that I wasn't sure about that either. So I'm like, okay, they have to have sex. And, you know, it, it probably hurt a lot. But, you know, Esther's in this to win this. Of course she is. I mean, I get it. She does have that. I would like to say that uh, when you have the the creeper, you say that after Gabriel is dead, the creeper will kill Jason, right? The creeper and Jason fight. Fight. But you said that the creeper wouldn't be able to sense the sex demon. The it follows demon. Correct, because he hasn't had sex with it. Yeah, but the creeper has an insane sense of smell, and he is also a demon. So I believe that he would be able to, as a supernatural, either see through that shit or smell them. That doesn't change anything. The that entity does change because then he knows it's there and they can kill it. Okay. Once you can see that thing, and even if not, you know, all I have to do is throw some paint around and we'll find it. <laughs> I mean, I that has zero logic. Okay, well... The entity is not just an invisible person. It's not... It is invisible, though, because the thing can cover it and people can see it. Only people that have had sex with it can see it. Yeah, but they can see the invisible thing right there. They don't bump into it. It's not like it's bumping into other random yeah, it, people. Yeah, it does bump. It pump. It uh hits other people. It hits some of her friends in the movie. It knocks them down and shit. Yeah. It but... like when one of them attacks it with a chair, it like throws him what like really far. So it can interact with you're people. You're describing. Yeah, it can. But you're describing it like it's an invisible zombie. And you've seen the movie. It's not it's an kind invisible of exactly zombie. what no. it is. Minus the fact that it's a demon. Sure. No. Sure. Also, there's no way that Jigsaw, with all the Viagra in the world, that guy could not get it up. I don't think that's happening. Oh, that he could I think he would die instantly if you gave him a bunch of fucking Viagra. I think he would have a heart attack and die. There's no way. I mean, I'll I'll give you that, but you know. Yeah. 
And the creeper would never eat him because it would smell the cancer and it would be like, fuck this guy. I'll let him die and I'll kill them. But the point is, is that the creeper was heavily injured. And so it was a last resort. Mm. We're not in a city. There's not a bunch of people that he can just choose from. All right. Well, I do have to say that was a nicely well-written story. Like I didn't necessarily write mine as a whole story, but I have like, I think, thought about most of the things. Yeah. See, I had to do it this way for me because everything had to go exactly right in order for my team to win. (laughs) That's true. I I was kind of like, how does my team not win? You know, like, how does Jace win? Because that's what my big question was. I know I was like, I know he's going to weaponize fucking. That's the first thing. (laughs) Because the only thing that would give my team any problems, I think, would be that it follows demon just because. It, you can't see it and also it just is a demon i don't think you can kill it i think yeah. it just keeps coming so unless we immobilize it it's fucked yeah. or we're fucked that that was the thing so i was like as long as nobody fucks on jace's team which when you called esther i'm like okay well we all know she fucks <laughs> she'll fuck anybody especially if it's her daddy <laughs> she wants to but no one wants to fuck her so that's why she yeah. had to tranquilize everyone yeah, I mean, Jason, it sounded like they built a real mommy-son relationship and then incest, so that's cool. Thank God for those mommy issues. Thank God, hey, yeah. You have to give me a little bit of credit for transferring the entity to Gabriel. Yeah, like... <laughs> I will give you that. Like I said, I do give you credit. Yours is like extremely well thought out. And like if everything went according to your little plan, sure, yeah, okay. But I think as soon as my team walks in, everything's going to change. <laughs> I think you're you're thinking of like these guys as like zombie versions of themselves. Whereas maybe I'll give you my traps and shit. <laughs> All right. Lay it out. Hit me. All right. So first off, my entire team, except for Pennywise, will enter the stadium or wherever we're fighting with extremely, really, really dark sunglasses on. Okay. If you picture it now, they're walking out like the fucking A-team. And as soon as the battle starts, Pennywise will open his mouth extremely wide and he will utilize his deadlights, which, if you don't know, they hypnotize and make people float. Now, I'm going to give you credit and say that only two people on your team would realistically, I think, be caught up in the deadlights. Because I think that some of your other ones, like the alien, obviously, has no eyes, so that's fucked. But so I'm giving you credit, but I would say Jason and Esther, those are the two that would be able to see it and instantly float up. And then your it follows demon would kill them both. <laughs> now that I know that you that was part of your plan and they had already fucked, then, yeah, <laughs> you're dead instantly. Those two are gone. If not, I was going to have either uh, the creeper kill them and behead them both or the thing assimilate them and create two new crazy monster forms that are now loyal to me. So only Samara, the entity and the xenomorph are unfazed by the deadlights. But Jigsaw has already thought of that because this is all according to his plan. So for Samara, nobody's watching a fucking tape. First off, nobody's going into any rooms alone. Nobody's getting separated. If needed, the creature will grab her and fucking consume her. I don't know if he can. If not, he'll drop her in a hole. We'll have a trap trap door box with a fucking water underneath it. Lock her in there. She's good to go. However, should any TVs appear in the room at any time, 
Gabriel will stop that shit in its tracks because he can control elect electronic things, remember? Yeah, he has that electricity shit. I don't know how it works, but fuck it. Then the Xenomorph. This is where it gets fun because the Pennywise is a shapeshifter. So he will transform into the Xenomorph Queen in order to draw the Xenomorph to him. Because as we all know, they want to protect the Queen. That's their number one loyalty. And the Creeper will pretend to attack Pennywise as the Xenomorph Queen in order to get the quick response I'm looking for. The Xenomorph will rush to defend its Queen. And as soon as he gets close, Gabriel will jump out of nowhere with a flamethrower and he will kill it. If he needs any assistance, Pennywise will then shapeshift into a fire-breathing dragon. And that will take care of those guys. So then now we're left with the entity. Now, if it hasn't fucked anyone on my team, we can't see it. And honestly, it's probably already gone because it's like, oh, well, I'm going to go back to the next person since whoever it was that Esther caught it from. But if it decides to stick around and fuck shit up because everyone else on its team left... Gabriel will do some chair throwing and find out where the fuck that thing is. All right? That's exactly what he does. And then all we have to do is figure out where he is, and we will have a glass case drop from the ceiling that Jigsaw had installed already, and it will be invisible bulletproof glass so nobody would have noticed it when they first showed up, and then it will fill with water like a Houdini tank with no means to escape, and that should immobilize it, at least for the time being, because we know it doesn't like water at the end of It Follows. It doesn't want to get in the pool until it has to. So, done. Jace's team is completely eliminated, and I don't think I've lost anyone on my team. <laughs> <laughs> that is my plan, and I think it's pretty solid, honestly. <laughs> a couple little trap doors, maybe a glass case from the, the ceiling. Who knows? It could be interesting. I'll give you this. There's not many holes in, in that plan. I didn't want to give you one fucking little, oh, well, actually, but I'm sure you'll find one. I did have one thing that I wasn't sure would work. Um, Gabriel wearing sunglasses. Like, are, are these just the ones that just tie, like you tie around to the back and then they cinch to your head? Because he doesn't have a nose. Like, what's, what's, a, what are those good? He does. He's wearing like yeah. tinted swim goggles. Like, yeah, he's wearing goggles. <laughs> we'll, we'll say for the thing, he's wearing the dark tinted, like, skiing goggles or some shit. Just something that, like, makes it so he won't be able to, like, be affected by the brightness. And then once Pennywise has those guys, you know, in the deadlights and whatever, everybody's good to go. But yeah, I didn't think about the nose. You're right. <laughs> well, I'll give you that. I did like the the use of Pennywise being the alien queen. That was clever. Right? That was that was clever. I'll give I'll give it to you with with this. My story has a lot more uh, holes that you can poke in it, just because things really have to play out exactly as I laid out in order for it to work. Let me let me ask you: Do you have any sort of backup if? the deadlights thing don't work. Like if Esther, I do. if Esther and Jason just decide to look down. Yeah. If they do not look it in the eyes, that's why it's got to be the first thing when we enter the room. Like it's got to be instant. That's why my team's all wearing the dark glasses. And goggle. Goggles, whatever, whatever they're <laughs> called. Yes, I do have a backup. One of them is, and I mean, I could honestly do this for both of them because Esther's just a fucking human. I mean, personally, Gabriel could just punt her across the room and she'd probably be dead. <laughs> but I was thinking because Jason is not necessarily killed by water, but he can be immobilized by it. Yeah. I was thinking about the jigsaw trap. 
that has the box and it fills with water and it's over your head mm -hmm. and then you can't do anything. And once we have that on him, then we'll dismember him. And then it's just his head in a box. He could be alive for all he wants, but his potty parts will be not attached. <laughs> he can pick them up after the game if he would like. But yeah, that was my other backup for that. With with Esther, I was just like, yeah, whatever. But the reason is, is because those two have souls. I mean, Jason barely does, but he still has that sensitive side with his mother and can be like, he has some soul to him. Same with Esther. They would also be vulnerable to be eaten by Pennywise. But because I know about this sex demon, I'm not fucking eating them. So I was like, you know, we're going to let them just be killed by the sex demon. They can be fucked until they die <laughs> together. How romantic. I'll give you this. Your team is stacked. It's very well positioned to really to beat anything I can throw at it. The one kind of hiccup I think you're underestimating with your team, though, in its composition is I don't think any of these guys would work together. Pennywise would have a superiority complex over all of them. And I think Gabriel just hates everyone. I think the creeper is, you know, it's 50% human, 50% creature, but like it, it's not a pack animal. It just runs solo. Who knows what the thing is? It's a, it's, an it's, alien. A, it's a single, you know, kind of entity thing that just consumes everything. It might just consume your team. Either way, then I'm still going to win because it'll consume your team. <laughs> and then the thing wins, which means it's on my team. I mean, I also thought... If these guys don't work together, I think, I mean, if any of them decided to go nuts and kill everyone, perfect. At least I have one guy left. I don't care if my whole team survives. It's just at least one. That's very and true. If it's the if it's the creeper, then great. If it's, you know, maybe the creeper doesn't want to work with the team, but I bet you he'll be like sniffing around, seeing who's scared. And if it's no one on my team because we're winning, then pff, Esther, definitely gone. <laughs> Get some water in there. Now Jason's scared. I mean, him and Pennywise might be fighting over food, but they'll be killing. I, I did have one other idea with the entity, but I wasn't sure if if it was as applicable because it would essentially take away the whole sex part of it. So I didn't go with it. But the That's other like its whole thing. I know. What else yeah. was it? <laughs> well, the other thing would be like if it was just something that like I could target someone and it yeah. goes after it then I would use it purely as just like a pestering influence where like it would just always be chasing Jigsaw. And so like Jigsaw's constantly trying to build his stuff. And he's like, oh shit, it's here. I got to move. <laughs> like... Jigsaw's shit is already built. Unless this thing's coming after him in the 24 hour prep time, which was not part of the rules, then he can kill Jigsaw as soon as the fucking thing starts. I don't care. Once Jigsaw has set his traps, he is useless to me. Except maybe for like trying to get everyone on the same team. Because I think also being a manipulator himself and being someone who has all these different protégés always wanting to fucking get on his side. I think he could turn these guys onto his favor just for one day. You know, they can all kill each other afterwards, but let's hang out. You know, let's fuck shit up together. This will be fun. I think he could do it. See, I, I don't know if I agree with you. If there's anything I feel like my team does better than your team is that my team does not rely on everyone getting along. It really only relies on Esther and Jason having that weird mother father thing because everyone else, they just kind of unleash them as needed. I mean, none of my team's going to be mad if like any of them, like I'm sure they'd be fine with, Oh, I, you know, I actually Pennywise 
uh, did the deadlights and got one of our team in there. Oh, too bad. I guess I'll eat you too. Like, I, I think that would be the more the energy. I, I don't think they're going to be hating each other too much. The thing is a total wild card, honestly. Like, that thing's just going to be going around and assimilating people left and right. Who knows who's going to make it? Honestly, if if I was really just like, here's my number one move is the thing assimilates my entire team and we become one giant hellscape of a monster that destroys your entire team because we have all my powers in one. It's like a Voltron. Yeah. Megazord. I mean, the thing <laughs> at the end of the, the movie, the thing, it's literally like got like three heads coming out. And it's like, ah, like part dog, three different human heads. Like it's fucked. And it's got like some other weird shit in there. So I don't even want to know what that thing looks like on its own. I think it, I could work no matter what. But you did a great job. I Thank will you. say you you did great as well. I, I was a little surprised that you didn't go with the saw scenario route, like where you my whole crew gets put into a saw game in every room it's just a different one of your creatures like <laughs> i mean i could have i also was not trying to do that much work i i'm also not jigsaw so i couldn't come up with that shit <laughs> i would need him to actually do that because i was literally like trying to watch saw and i was like i don't know how i'm gonna come up with one of these things <laughs> if i were to come up i got a trap door with with a tank that can fill with water that is good enough for me that's about as far as i'm gonna think of my jigsaw brain was like okay let's just identify weaknesses because i think that's the first thing you know yeah and i will say gabriel could probably have built me some cool shit that guy looked like he was like he's speedy agile can get up high he could do a lot of shit he builds stuff pretty quick Tell you what, I would love to see Gabriel build stuff like all running around and backwards. Like, I'd just love to see that happen. I mean, honestly, I kind of just was like, maybe I just let Gabriel go and just fucking let him fight a bunch of people. Because I feel like he would just be, I mean, it, he took out an entire room of cops. I mean, I know that not all these people are are cops, but <laughs> I think he could do, I think he could handle a xenomorph for sure. I yeah. mean, those things, unless you have the eggs or the, like the, what's it called? The face hugger, mm -hmm. that thing. That would have been good because you get one of my guys with a face hugger. He can like be okay for a little while. But then at the very end, at the last second, it chest bursts and he dies. And then you win. Ultimately, though, with that strategy, I would still have to deal with Pennywise. I don't think Pennywise can get face hugged. I don't know, actually, because his true form is the light. So I don't really know. But, but you know what? I'm just going to say no, it wouldn't get him. You're <laughs> right. It couldn't get him. None of these guys. I mean, Gabriel doesn't even really have a face. I doubt that he has like a throat that goes on the back of her. Like it's probably would have to attach to her face, which could do it actually if she's not paying attention. Right. Can you imagine a, a Gabriel alien, hybrid, alien no. hybrid? It's upsetting already. An alien with a face on the back of its head. <laughs> yeah. I do kind of want to see though, like Samara and Gabriel go at it. Cause they, I'm, they might get mad at each other. Like you stole my fucking style. Right. <laughs> with the hair. In the face, too. It's like... Bitch, I did this 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. And even before that, right? In the, the original in Japan. <laughs> oh, yeah. So... Well, anyways, regardless of who wins, uh, you were a formidable foe. This was a lot of fun. <laughs> I had a lot of fun, too. Yours was... I honestly was just thinking, like, how the hell is Jace going to do this? Like, thinking of your team, I'm like, what the fuck does he even think he's going to do coming at me <laughs> with this team? I mean, it's just ridiculous. And yeah. I was like, the entity, that was the one. But then I was also like, I think I just got to immobilize it if I, and make sure no one fucks anyone on my team. <laughs> that was really all it was. I did forget to mention we were all wearing chastity belts the whole time. <laughs> <laughs>
including Gabriel and Madison. That's what Jig- Jigsaw was working on for that 24 hours, was mainly the chastity belts. Oh, yeah. Well, Gabriel was probably welding it. He's pretty good at that shit. But yeah, Gabriel and Jigsaw probably spent the last 24 hours making those. They're steel, right? So she can't get in there. She's not supernatural. All right. This was fun. All right. Well, everyone, now now it's up to the listeners to tell us who yeah. won. <laughs> Please do. If you want to go online and hit us up on Twitter, social, we'll put a poll out. I don't know if you can do that on Instagram, but... We'll collect all the stuff from all the places, whether it's a yeah. message or a poll or whatever. We'll we'll aggregate it and yeah, say <laughs> and we'll say who won. Find us on social. Let us know who had the best strategy. Maybe not. You don't have to say best team, although we all know it was me. <laughs> but you can go ahead and put in your votes as to who you think truly won. Agreed. I'm excited to see who it is. It's probably mm, going to be I think you. We know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. come on. <laughs> I got like all the hits on my team. <laughs> I get I get an A for effort. All right, Renee, that was a good fight. I think we all know who won though. But all of you listeners, you'll have to do the voting for us and tell us who you think won. But next week, we are going to be watching an interesting pair of movies. Renee, tell us about it. I'm very excited because I've been wanting you to to watch these movies for a long time because uh, you have not uh, you hadn't seen them. I couldn't believe it. But we're going to be talking about 2018's Halloween and 2021's sequel, Halloween Kills. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're just too excited for Halloween Ends, which is coming out real soon on October 14th, theaters and on Peacock. Renee is, has built this up pretty, pretty high. So I'm looking forward to watching it. Renee, you said that uh, Halloween Kills is just a lot of fun, a lot of people dying, mm-hmm. which is right up my alley. Yeah, most people don't really enjoy that one as much compared to the first one, but I think... I know your like vibe. I think you'll enjoy Halloween Kills just the same way I do. It's just way more fun. Would you say that a fair expectation going into these movies is just don't compare them to the original? Just enjoy them for what they are? Always. I would say that about pretty much every remake, uh, you know, any kind of continuation. These aren't even remakes, though. They're, they're continuation sequels directly to the first one. So Requel? The requel. Yep, they are like the the gold standard of requel. So we'll talk about all of that. That's my one of my new favorite terms. I'm using it all the time. <laughs> well, and are both of those available on Peacock? Halloween Kills is available on HBO Max. And Halloween, I think, is like, it's on FX. Well, in the meantime, remember to follow us on the socials. On all the socials. All of them. <laughs> We're everywhere, guys. And you have to let us know this week who won the villain draft and battle. I mean, the draft, I think we know. That that doesn't matter. It's more of, in general, who is the superior team and who really convinced you that they could take on the other squad and 100% win. Yeah, we'll, we'll post polls on all the socials and, and then we'll we'll come back and say who won. And if and if you don't vote, then 
We're just going to make up the Screw results. You. <laughs> yeah, I then I win. Uh, and remember, please rate and review us on uh, whatever you listen to us and send us your recommendations. We're always looking for recommendations, collecting lists. Uh, I got a recommendation recently that we should watch Zombie Land. Ooh, good call. So great where you watch. <laughs> so we might have to put that into the calendar. But um, yeah, anything else, Renee? We missing anything? No good. Like and subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> well, but really though, please do it. <laughs> we, we we need it, please. <laughs> well, until next week, everyone take care and regular exclusive out. <laughs> <laughs>